Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science and spirituality are both telling us that we are all connected, that we are all one. So what you do to another person you're actually doing to another aspect of yourself. And when mankind awakens to the truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is The Start and Finish is Love with Akiana Karmeric. Sorry, I actually woke up this morning with a little bit of a sore throat, (laughs) so bear with my uh, voice tonight. Akiana Kamerik. Akiana um, started sketching at the age of four years old without any art training um, or classes whatsoever. Um, she is a gifted artist and poet, and uh, like I said, she's been painting since she was four. She started sketching at four. She's been painting, I think, from the early age of six or seven, and she is here. She has some amazing work to share with us. She is here with us live. Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio, Akiana. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's such a truly an honor. It's so, be- so beautiful to, so beautiful to <laughs> speak with you. <laughs> it's, it's our honor to have you with us. Um, so you're a child prodigy, but you're not a child anymore. You're 21 years old. You're legal. <laughs> yes, I think it all. I 21. think you're legal in all 50 states. <laughs> Finally. Or, yes. <laughs> but, but but I'm considered finally an adult, I guess. Yes. <laughs> I'm very yes, 21 years old. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, shit, can you please, I'm I'm sure some of our listeners are familiar with you, um, but could you share your journey with us? I know that you became very popular when you were on the Oprah show. I think you were, what, eight or nine? Yes, I just turned nine. Yes, that was yes. Uh, the milestone of my whole entire life. That was the finale, but uh, before... Um, being invited to the Oprah show, my life was definitely quite different. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it it all started um, back in 1994 when when I was born. I was born in Mount Morris, Illinois, and at mm-hmm. the time, I we were very very financially poor, and I we I was born in a shack on the edge of a cornfield, and my mother you know, she took care of us um she um she was the most supportive nurturing mother of she my dad worked three jobs and it was a very difficult um um upbringing at the time it was it got me and my dad's health um began rapidly declining and at 2 years old my mother decided to start a home business to get mm-hmm. us out of the small little village that we that we grew up in, and within two years the uh, the business grew, and we finally moved into a very lovely house for the first time, and and it was during that time uh, where most of my uh, inspiration for drawing started, um, because it had nature all around us. It was a very inspirational place. I would. Um, it was four. I was three and a half where I I started to pick up um, charcoal around the house, and there was some coal in the fireplace or food that I could get my hands on that made some bright red color. I loved anything to do with color, and uh, or something that made a physical print on the world. So I used whatever I had to start um, just sketching what I saw around me. 
but it was when I was four years old where I started um, remembering my dreams and seeing uh, visions during the day. And I was very shy and very quiet, so the, be- the best medium I could use was to, um, to, to draw what I was, what I was seeing. And I, and I would go 12, two hours a day just, just everywhere <laughs> in my mom noticed my my work around the house <laughs> and uh, she encouraged me to use paper and uh after you know just drawing and progressing into to char- uh, you know um oil pastels and acrylics at 7 8 years old that's when i knew i was going to spend the rest of my life pursuing this it was um it was it for me as a person. It was a milestone because I knew this was the this the best portal for me to um, be who I am and express what I was seeing. And mm-hmm. uh, eight years old, I completed my first uh, five foot long uh, canvas in oils, and it took me forty hours to complete. And wow. after multiple tries and uh, home art shows and the home, you know, exhibits and little town exhibits after much um, disappointment and trials and errors, I finally, um, we finally had a call from the Oprah show and uh, I was invited at nine years old to her show. And after that, that moment, my, my life turned around and from that moment on, me and my four brothers and my mom, my dad, we all came together and they they all supported me in my journey. And I I published two books. I'm working wow. on my third at the moment. I currently am having I have 200 uh, pieces of artwork and hundreds of more sketches, and I've been featured on more than. Um, 200, uh, 300 national um, television shows, documentaries, and I am, I, I am definitely, I would like to say, a, a, a philanthropist because one of my um, biggest hearts in, 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 this, in this project, this art world, mm-hmm. is to give back to the people, and that's yeah. why I want to, uh, to create schools in, in the future, and I'm participating in multiple charities, and and trying to give back to people with, with love and inspiration and and hope, and that's my goal in life. That is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. Can you share a story that I, I heard you tell of when you were about five years old and your parents, you were missing? I don't think yes. you were here on this planet at the time. Can you share that? <laughs> Can you share that story with our listeners? Oh my goodness! This is uh, even to this even to this day. This is um, mind-boggling for me to even to, to recall because I it still is one of those moments you just want to treasure forever. Um, this is um, during yeah exactly about four or five years old, and at the time uh, I, I was I was heavily heavenly heavily, sorry, uh, sketching throughout the house, and I was very rarely I would talk. And uh, But it was a very hot um, summer day, and I remember um, walking around our, our house with large windows, and all of a sudden I looked and into a dark kind of, um, I looked in the hallway, and all of a sudden I just felt that my body itself was, I know it's hard to explain, but it was being almost pixelated. And mm-hmm. I felt that I was, my physical body was no longer here. And uh, I just don't recall um, standing in that hallway anymore. And all I remember is going and, and, and seeing these um, uh, diff- hundreds of lives right before, it was flashing right before my eyes. And I was missing, I was physically missing for, uh, I think it was, as far as my mom and my dad and the police told me, I was maybe nine hours. And at the time, you know, they were, my mom gave the last picture to 
um, the uh, the neighbors and the, and the policemen to to make a uh, a search for me, and I wasn't I wasn't there. There was about 20 police cars in our driveway, and there were dogs, and there were investigators. They, they couldn't find me, and um, all I remember was being up and seeing everything from above, and it felt so long. It felt so the time. It was. It, it's a very intricate. Uh, it's. It's uh, the time itself stopped physically. Mm-hmm. But it felt like it was a thousand years in in my time. But um, after a while, I decided somehow it was time for me to come back, to, you know, sp- you know, soul and my my body to come back. And mm-hmm. I remember just opening my eyes, the exact spot I was at with uh, in the hallway. Then I see my mom, you know, crying in the corner with three you know policemen surrounding her, and they looked twice and they couldn't believe I was standing right there and I remember my mom coming rushing up to me and and crying and she was so so distraught and worried and the first thing that came to her was where were you and uh, I remember telling her vaguely I remember telling her that I have I'm so tired I have so much to do (laughs) no (laughs) And that's all I remember. And uh, to this day, it's, it's it's still a mystery on what happened. But I do re- re- remember that I was somewhere, and I was traveling in, in, in with a spiritual, almost a spiritual journey. And I was physically mm-hmm. missing. That was those are the facts. <laughs> and wow. from that point on, I definitely started increasing my sketching <laughs> and my painting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you started drawing and painting what you saw, right? When you were yes, when you were yes. away. Wow. It was the people the people that I saw. It was the 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 children that I saw and the lives that I felt like I was living through. It was a very unusual experience. I don't know if I can exactly put it into words, but yeah. as I grow older, you know, obviously the memories start to to fade a little bit, but that's why I always look back to my first drawings and mm-hmm. my memories will start coming back after I do so. Wow, amazing. That's amazing. Now, uh, I've heard you say that your family wasn't particularly spiritual or religious at the time. Mm-hmm. And, yes. um, yeah, but then you yes. started experiencing the spirit basically. Mm-hmm. And so how how did your your family react to that? My my mother was a an atheist and she is um wasn't too keen on, on to believe a specific uh religion or spirituality. So I grew up in a very um open and, and very uh unstructured <laughs> environment. But when I did start to to experience these um, events and these visions and dreams, at first she what didn't really put the two and two together. She um, and my dad didn't quite understand the the words that I was using and um, the drawings that I was drawing. And it was, to be honest, it was after that incident of, of me uh, being gone. That's when it, they absolutely started to hear out what I was saying, and mm-hmm. it was a, that actually that incident was very was a very emotional for them and an awakening for them to to listen out to, to what I have to say. And but yeah, at the at the beginning stages, it was very difficult for them. And when I started speaking about these spiritual um, encounters. They definitely had a mind blown <laughs> at the time, but um, but after a while, and after proving to them, uh, after for example, I would I recall I was six years old when my mom when my mom went to uh, on a business trip, she left for four days, and I haven't spoken with her not once. And when she returned back. I would come up to her and tell her exactly where she was, who she was talking to, 
and what dreams she dreamt. And it was so, so vivid and so detailed. I remember just telling exactly um, the the situation that she was in and proving to her that uh, it uh, it was not from a physical world. <laughs> it was more mm-hmm. of a, a spiritual connection that I was able to right. feel that. Wow, amazing. Now, I know um, one of your favorite paintings is Prince of Peace, which is a beautiful. How old were you when you painted that? I painted this at eight eight years old, but it was a three-year-long project. This was a very, very um, particular painting that took me... It took me a while to come together and piece it together to finally um, give me the courage to paint it because it's something that you wouldn't expect <laughs> or it's something that um, many people actually would call it a blasphemy because to paint a frontal portrait of such a, uh, such a, uh, a legend, an icon, it's, it's very, uh, it's, it's, for people it's hard for them to, to understand or to take but it started roughly around six six years old where I would see um, snapshots and little pieces of the painting and little, like a nose I would see. I would see the eyebrows, and then I would somehow try to piece it to get together in my mind. Mm-hmm. And it was around seven and a half years old where I got a full picture. And I decided, okay, this is time for me to start painting it. But I still didn't have the technique back then or the right memory, so I would I needed a, some sort of live model. And mm-hmm. it was a, a whole six months uh, or year's journey for me to find a model. And throughout that time, I would go to stores, I would go to uh, malls, uh, the parks, anything you think of, I would ask my mom to take me there too so I can just, out out model <laughs> but uh, it didn't turn out as I planned and at the end I didn't find anyone I just I gave up and the day that I gave up was the day that I almost kind of um, told myself a little prayer and I, I asked if you want me to paint Prince of Peace <laughs> please bring me a model through the front door and I got so <laughs> I got so worded and emotional, but little did I know that that day I heard a knock on the door, and I opened the door, and it was this gentleman who stood almost six and a half feet tall, and he was a carpenter himself, and he heard from a friend of ours that I was looking for a model, and. He didn't expect a child to be the artist, but he, after some convincing, uh, he agreed to model for me, and he was the the perfect um, uh, reference that I needed to piece together all my my memories, and uh, that's how that painting came to be. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, and <clears throat> excuse me, and I I know that um, that painting was used um, in a movie, wasn't it? Recently? Yes. yes, yes, the Heaven is for Real movie and yeah. uh, the Heaven is for Real book as well. This is a very, this, this is a particular painting that is um, one of the milestones in my, in my whole life, and I'm I'm so, I'm so blessed to be able to to have uh, given hope to people through this painting. I'm super I'm so blessed. It's a beautiful painting. I love so many. Of your paintings, I don't know if I can say I have a favorite. <laughs> they're all, <laughs> they're all oh, so beautiful. But I, it's, I know it's, you. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Oh, it was it's interesting that you said because my my favorite is always the the last one I I paint, but usually it, mm. it goes back to the Prince of Peace one. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's very good. I I love how you paint all different races and I know you had said that um, you don't come from an area that has a lot of different diversity mm-hmm. but you were mm-hmm. able to, to paint different races uh, can you share that with us how you're you're able to do that it is um, 
yes, during my during during my earlier years, I was very uh, secluded in a very small town, and there were virtually no diversity. And as an artist, that's the biggest weakness one could give is is no access to to inspiration and to to reference to uh, diversity. And I was I was very disappointed when I I couldn't uh, grasp that particular feature that I was looking for. But it's very mm-hmm. interesting that every time that I wanted to paint a particular diverse painting, it was that day or that particular week I would come across the only person uh, in that town that was what I was looking who I was looking for, or. It, this, those little miracles happened um, after after meditation or prayer, and it just it just it comes in a very divine uh, way. But today, I am currently living in Chicago, where it mm-hmm. is one of the most diverse cities in the world, and I am very blessed to be able to have. Um, opportunity to meet different people from different cultures, religions, and backgrounds. Because in in my particular um, time right now, I consider myself a visionary, spiritual journalist artist that Mm -hmm. paints everyone's story and everything. And I like to, I want to paint without filters, without some sort of blockade. I want to, whatever I see or feel or, or, um, dream or anything I want to paint it how it is without any uh, corruption or disruption or anything like that (laughs) wow amazing well one of my favorites (laughs) is one that you painted I'm looking at your gallery now on the website when you were nine and there's a story behind it it's called found yes can you share that story it's a beautiful painting Yes, this is the um, this is a story of an incredible true story. What happened uh, at the time I lived in Idaho, which, as you probably you may know, does not have very diverse cultures there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was something that I was thinking about for a long time. I grew to love the their the skin color and just their whole the the whole beauty of of that particular race i was so fascinated i was wanting to to paint someone like that and i would go and search again for for a model and and obviously you know after much much effort i i couldn't find one and after much prayer and and uh and uh, and uh in coincidence i came across these two lovely children and i began to hear their story and the story came to be that they grew up and they were born in, in the, a little village, a little tribe in Madagascar. And after their parents died, they had a taboo um, that they cannot hold orphan children. They would throw these orphan children into the jungles for them to uh, live out their lives and left to, to die. And the there was a two-year-old brother to care of his six-month-old sister for over three months in the jungle. Uh, he would go and, and search for the food. He would uh, he would nurture her and take care of her and feed her. I just remember, she's two years old, and to hear that his incredible journey and these. Uh, missionaries, or as far as we know, it was travelers, yes, the travelers came across these two children in the jungle and found them, and they rescued them and, and adopted them after after some months or so. And these are the same two children whom I met in Idaho, and their story inspired me to, to paint this painting. But the interesting fact about this is as I was painting the background in this particular painting, I had over five different ideas. It was a desert. It was more of an ocean. I had, I just name it, I probably have painted it. But at the end, I decided to paint the waterfalls in the background. It turns out that 
the children, the exact place the children were found were the only place where they had waterfalls. And it was almost the exact same scene where they were, where they were found. Wow. And it was, um, it was definitely emotional when their adoptive parents told me that, told me the story and the, of that, so I was oh, I was super so super honored to be able to paint their their life. Yes, so beautiful, and also um, I love the another painting of yours when you were ten. Um, I believe it's e, it's forbidden fruit. And, yes. And that's, yes. This mm-hmm. this was this was super, this was uh, one of the most enjoyable pieces of work I've done. I woke up one day and it was a start of a new project and I would go into my uh, storage and just pick out the canvas that I was going to uh, paint that day and I came across this very small canvas and I, for some reason, I just looked at it and I, I had this idea straight away. I don't know how it came. It was the most effortless inspiration I've ever had in my life. It was the inspiration of blending all the races in the world into one face and to represent the mother of all mankind. And it was the face of Eve. And it it took me 15 hours to complete this this painting in in oil. And she is biting into the fruit of knowledge of good and evil the green is good, the red is, is evil, and the green drop that dripping from the, the grape is, uh, represents the deception bleeding through it. And she's looking up to, to the sky, to the light for redemption or forgiveness. But it was that moment. I wanted to capture that, that curiosity moment. I wanted to capture that, that feeling that... Um, that she might have had, and yeah, that's how it came about. Wow, so beautiful! And you've done you've done several self portraits. How many um, self portraits have you done at different ages? I have done uh, two two self portraits, but I oh. I did experiments. I did do a quick sketch when I was fourteen, and I did do a um, I used myself as a model to, to, to paint another another uh, girl it's called Turquoise mm-hmm. Eyes and I used a mirror the whole time to, to paint uh to paint that that painting. But uh yes I have completed two direct and um self portraits um, mm-hmm. but there was a sketch and there was another um painting as well. I'm going to be working on on another one this year. <laughs> Hopefully, oh. you know, a more of a current self-portrait. <laughs> okay. I I love the one you did when you were 11 um where you you're holding the paintbrush. Uh, yes. Co yes. co-creation. That yes, one. the co-creation. Yes, yes this was a painting I wanted to to express to people the feeling how I was painting every day. This is the feeling how um how I how I paint this I'm co creating with with this with this every spiritual world. God I'm co creating with uh the world around me to, to create a painting. And I wanted the people to come with me into this journey, into this universe to co create with me as well. Yeah. And I love how you say that once we are following our passion like you're doing, you're following your inspiration and your passion, we are all co-creating with God when you are being led by spirit. And I love how you bring that through in your poetry. Can you tell us a little bit, because most people think of you as an artist, but you're also a poet. Can you tell us a little bit about how that um, started for you, is the poetry. Poetry, poetry started almost like it. It almost was. It came to time where it would develop sooner or later. Because to me, poetry was the other side of the coin, as for art. They both balance each other out. One explains 
the feelings, one shows the feelings. And it began around seven years old where I discovered poetry just by accident. Uh, It was one of those things where I would just look at, uh, you know, at a book or look at, uh, I don't, in anything. And I would see words being put together and being formed into a sentence. And uh, I would, at the the beginning, it was a bit um, slow and I would write about a sentence a day or two sentences a day. But six months in, I would dictate to my mom so she could write everything down without me having to think and write. I would just say and speak it out without me worrying about writing and correcting mistakes. So it was, became a more of a natural flow when I started dictating and started speaking my my mind. And uh, to date, I have almost maybe a thousand 2,000 poems that have haven't been published yet, and I'm, wow. I'm working on my I'm working on um, some my third book to to release some of the poetry. I did release a lot of my younger works in my second book, My Dream Is Bigger Than I, and what I do through poetry, I it's almost I want people to come on a come with me on this journey where there are no boundaries and no limitations and the whole universe is, is to, for me, when it comes to poetry, the universe is simple. It's so explanatory. It's so beautiful as is. And I write about the lives of others. I write about the, sometimes the suffering, mostly love, mostly unity, but mm-hmm. the truth about the universe. I am very fond of, of, um, using poetry to for for that art form. Yes. I, I love the the title I, I picked for the show. It's the start and finish line is love and that that is a line from one of your poems. Um I'm not sure which one, but I when I heard you say you were reciting a poem, I heard you say that line and it's like, okay, I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is um there has been uh, one of it's, it's very interesting because one of my favorites. Um, I've always I've always repeated it every year, and I one of my favorites of all is is my one of my poems. It's called Love, and I mm. composed this at age eleven. I think it was right after the co-creation painting. Would you like oh, okay. me to rec- recite it for you? I would love love for you to yes, please. Oh, beautiful. And this is this is titled Love. Love is never alone. Love is always crowded. Love is the shared self. We cannot own our love. We cannot teach our love. The longest breath of love is the shortest distance to heaven. The deepest life is love. The deepest love is an embrace. Love is not rest. Love is peace. Love is the Beautiful. Beautiful. That is simply beautiful. That is and and love, I I say it all the time, is it's it's everything. For me, the word love and God are the same. You can use them interchangeably because love is everything. All that is yes. is love. That Absolutely. is so true. So beautiful. Absolutely. So beautiful. So one of the things I like to do with this show, I I just started this my show about a year and a half ago. I've been doing it and kind of following spirit. Spirit said, "Do it. I'm doing it." <laughs> and, uh, and um, but what I like to do with the show is um, have people on like you who are following their spirit because when you tap into that passion. That you're you came here, you came here to be an artist, to be a poet. That was your passion. That was your your meaning for being here. And we all have that. We all have something we can 
go within and tap into and share with the world. And um, so that's what I, I want to encourage people to do with this show. Now, you had um, mentioned that your passion is helping children. Yes. And yes. <laughs> I also have a, a similar passion for helping children. Um, I, I um, am in the process of founding a foundation, which I'm hoping once it's once it's built, it's going to be like a community center, but I'd love to feature art <laughs> and, you oh know, my. have an art show or a feature and have you there. <laughs> it would be great. I mean, we're we're talking not something that's going to happen next week. Oh, that's so wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Yes, that, you're so right. This, to be able to at least help happen just one person is uh is all that is worthwhile and i have noticed that throughout my journey and through my years of of meeting thousands of people through art and poetry that's i i everyone has this extraordinary gift inside them it's just they need to water it and and grow it and nurture it just like a bamboo for five years you won't see it going growing through the through the ground it's only after the five years they would sprout and grow and and grow together and tall and it almost reminds me that we all are kind of like bamboos in a way inside of us we just need to mm-hmm. be patient until the right moment and make it blossom yes yes and i i always encourage people to go within to find it because the, the the truth of who you are is within you. It's not outside of you. So yes. I, I encourage people to go look within, quiet your mind, meditate, sit by a beautiful lake. That's that's what I love to do. <laughs> and yes, <laughs> and go within and tap with, within that that beauty with this, which is in each of us. So that is so true. Now share share a little bit more about um, your journey after the Oprah show. So, oh. <laughs> Oprah, yeah, Oprah uh, kind of introduced you to the world when you were nine. So to share with us a little bit uh, um, of your journey after after Oprah. <laughs> oh my! After Oprah, there was um, so many uh, beautiful and. Opportunities. I was invited to the Katie Couric show, uh, World News Tonight, Good Morning America, and CNN, and there's BBC documentaries. Um, and as probably we have mentioned before, I, my story was featured in the Heaven Is for Real uh, feature mm-hmm. movie, and I, I published two books. And over the past decade, my my website had 400 million visitors, which oh. was truly incredible mm-hmm. and my art, art exhibitions um have been held in galleries and embassies private mansions uh, universities and, and corporations across the world i also have contributed to over 800 uh, 80 sorry 80 charity charity uh, international foundations and mm-hmm. uh including the northwest medical teams smile network cancer organizations and hundreds of thousands of dollars have been raised through the auctions and art exhibits and and they've been donated to the people and i was uh, also inducted into the uh, happiness hall of fame and which is kids entrepreneurs of america the kids hall of fame the World Council for Gifted and Talented Children, and wow. to date, my uh, my originals have, you know, have been selling for hundreds of thousands of dollars a piece, and almost all of that goes to the charity. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, quite recently, I've traveled to 26 countries and, and lived in five, <laughs> so that was quite exciting. Wow! But, and, but, and I understand you. You speak four different languages. Yes, I, I speak uh, Russian, Lithuanian, uh, English. I still, since I haven't practiced, my sign language has, has a little bit de- 
declined, but I still could speak little sign language and I'm practicing and I could understand uh, Japanese. So wow. this is quite, <laughs> quite exciting. <laughs> but um, I want to use my, my, my art to, to, to help everyone uh, to, to inspire them to, to break out of their shell. And that's why mm-hmm. I, I hope that um, my art can, can, can do that. Yes, it, it's definitely doing that, and it, it's doing that on a global scale. It is. It's totally. You're you're an amazing young woman, and your your gift is amazing for the world. And and I see how you just from such a young age you just knew to follow spirit. You know, your and and just share that with the world. It's so amazing. So amazing. That's so, that, that, oh, so thank thankful. you so much. Oh, you're so you're so kind. And <laughs> but you know, the, I have noticed it's the, that little voice that's inside you that that if you just stop and listen, and when mm-hmm. that's that's the true that's the true voice you have to listen to the the spirit t- talking to you. And I was very fortunate that at such a young age I listened to it with uh, open ears. I think everyone needs to just use the nature around you and and listen to it, and that will guide you to to amazing things. That's so true, and it'll never it'll never lead you wrong. <laughs> you know, sometimes mm-hmm, exactly. when spirits talking to us, we hear we all hear spirit. I believe this, but a lot of times we'll. Well, our mind, our ego mind, will say, "No, you can't do that." You know, your mm-hmm. ego mind will put put up roadblocks, and instead of listening to spirit, we start listening to our our ego mind telling us we can't. So, yes. and I I think that's the that everybody has something unique that is only theirs, only they can bring to the to the puzzle, I call it. You know, it's yes. their piece of the puzzle, and only they have that piece. So they have to be the one to to do what they come do what they came here to do to make it all a whole mosaic, you know, to complete the puzzle. Mhm. Exactly. Yeah. So, so true. So true. So what do you have any um events coming up that we can look out for anything coming? I know you say you're working on more paintings and you're working on your third book and there's um I'm also working on uh a feature movie that tells a story oh, about, about about my life and what really wow. happened. And there are so many projects I have in mind. Like right now, I'm I'm currently into uh, I'm I'm currently making videos of you know tutoring um, people through through my videos and telling some life stories that happened to me and hopefully that would encourage them to to you know make mistakes and just have fun with creating. And I'm also creating um, short films about the process and the inspiration behind some of my newer paintings. And I'm also, you know, as I, I'm working on um, the the composing, uh, I'm very into composing music right now. Hopefully oh. that will be featured. Hopefully that would be featured in the, in the, in the movie. <laughs> and wow. Because I'm very, um, I'm very fond of music a lot. Oh. And I'm hopefully <laughs> that would, uh, Everything will will come into place with that, and uh, many, working on my third book, and yes, so much yes. more. <laughs> How many songs have you composed? Currently, I there I have about fifty small little songs, but I've mm-hmm. fully composed, and hopefully, I'm going to um, bring in the orchestra into into it. Is I have about three really good um, completed songs. It's okay. A, it's a it's a process, but I am. Mm-hmm. I hope hopefully I'll I'll, sh- I'll be able to share with everyone. Oh, soon. beautiful, beautiful. Do you have an idea when the feature film might come out? Uh, I know how it, 
something. It's still it's still in a process. I'm still process. I'm still in the uh, um, script stage, but it mm-hmm. will uh, just expect it in the near future. It, it won't be too long. <laughs> but okay. hopefully, hopefully through this, hopefully through this movie, um, I'll, the story would be would inspire people and yeah. to. Uh, to look further, not to beyond the the wall ahead of you. Hopefully, they could mm-hmm. take the wall and out and and their view and look beyond, not just mm-hmm. this world but other worlds as well. Exactly. Yes, because um, you're you're definitely a demonstration that there's more than just this world. <laughs> there's more than just what we can see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is so true. So and you are such an encouraging and amazing young lady. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm sorry, my throat is. I, I'm going to grab a sip of water. Oh, go oh. for it. Yes, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's the weather has been um, changing here. Oh, um, in, oh in my! <laughs> We've had cold days in June. <laughs> you know, it's very it's very funny because in Chicago there is a there is a saying where you you don't know whether you're gonna be wearing a sweater or a t shirt in, in July because mm-hmm. of the the drastic changes here. Yes. <laughs> Probably it's That's, like it over there. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. I'm in the Poconos in northeast Pennsylvania and we have had some very unusual weather this year. We had a warm, very warm winter and a very cold spring. So, <laughs> you know what? That's the beauty. That's the beauty of seasons. You don't know exactly what to expect. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So now I know when you were younger, you were getting up at four o'clock, four a.m. <laughs> and and um, are, you, you're, are you still getting up that early to paint? <laughs> it's, uh, most people are shocked when they say this. I actually don't wake up at four o'clock in the mor anymore. I wake up two thirty or three now. A little bit earlier oh now. <laughs> it's uh, it's been for, for some reason for the longest time. I became uh, and still am a very early bird. I truly okay. believe that for me, my the morning is. Um, it's what my body and my mind requires. It's something that uh, is very inspirational for me. If I mm-hmm. wait two hours or three hours more, my whole system, my whole like creative process is just gone. <laughs> so I think it's um, yeah, it's very important. I believe that people who want to create or who want to pursue something uh, adventurous. They need to, uh, you know, find a, a specific designated time to, to mm. – it could be the morning, afternoon, or evening, but when you do find it, it's the best thing one can, can, ha- can have. Oh, very good. So how often – I mean, how long do you paint a day? How many hours? I wake up at 2.33, and now – uh, as I'm older, I can withstand more of a expanded light uh, time span. So now I would work about six six hours a day on my painting, mm-hmm. and after after I would paint, I would uh, go on the projects that I have that day, whether it's the book or the movie or the mm-hmm. uh, my music. And I am very fond of uh, teaching children, so I would also teach children whenever uh, I have a chance. And uh, mm-hmm. just I have so many, so many. Every day is new for me. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, I did I do notice that um, uh, having that uh, morning morning uh, schedule is very beneficial for for me personally. That's mm-hmm. how I'm able to create such a um, detailed paintings because of the concentration and focus I have. For right. example, the latest painting is uh, was titled 16 Lives in the Wind. And mm. this particular painting, which I, at the start I did not consider the fact it would take me seven months to complete. It was wow. the longest painting process I've ever encountered. 
over three continents I painted this painting in over a thousand hours which mm. was something I did not expect I had to um, I had to very uh, I had to paint 16 faces one after another on top of each other because I was fi- trying to find the right emotion the right uh, character for that particular painting but I am and I finally found it after a thousand hours, and after seven months later, I finally found the light, and the, the the silence and the whole movement I was looking for. Wow! But it could be fifteen hours or a thousand hours. I am, for some reason, when I step into my studio, it the time doesn't exist for me. It it mm-hmm. is like I'm going into a different portal, a different world, and having a the time stop and that's when I know this is who I am when you realize when the time stops when you're doing what you love that's when you know that's who you are wow that is such a true statement (laughs) that is so 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 true um yes when you are just totally in spirit and following your your passion it's time doesn't exist at all. And that is so amazing. So now this um this latest painting, are you are is it complete? Yes, I have completed uh yeah, the uh, the whole painting and I've actually put together the video uh the beginning to end video and inspiration behind this particular painting on my Facebook page and on YouTube. And oh. soon, yeah, soon I'm going to be having a new website and a whole new okay. look, gallery looks. Hopefully that would be on there as well. <laughs> okay. So it, the, the YouTube is already up. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go looking for that YouTube right when we're finished. Oh, amazing. <laughs> and uh, I forgot, what did you say the name was of that painting, of the latest yes. painting? Mm-hmm. It's 16 Lives in the Wind. Ah, 16 lives in the wind. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. You're so inspirational, and you're so full of wisdom at such a young age. So, can um, well, we know that you have so many projects that you're working on currently. So you're, I guess you're, you're living your life pretty much day to day, but this is do you see anything different in your future, or is this painting, composer, a poet? <laughs> is there anything else we're going to add to that? <laughs> you know, you know, I I am that person that like that loves to put my foot into a lot of different ponds and try new things. <laughs> I mm-hmm. might uh, step into. Uh, the sculpting field I'm mm. I might try sculpting as well and maybe wow. uh, art direct art being an art director and in, in, in in, in a movie art yeah. director mm-hmm. uh, but there's one thing for sure is that um, hopefully I'm gathering all the best information right now and the best facts uh, to open up a uh, art uh, academy that's mm. one of my heart heart things I, I've been dreaming about since I was seven years old. I wanted to just to uh, to find aspiring uh, and established artists from all over the world to reach their dreams. Because wow. in order for our dreams to come true, just one person is needed, and okay. uh, just one person who can believe and support our gifts and mission and yes. you know just as it happened to me my mom was that person that believed in me and helped me and inspired me hopefully I can be that person to other people in the future amazing amazing now where would this uh, art academy be located in Chicago just curious if this is, is after 26 countries and living in five I've <laughs> I've narrowed <laughs> it down to a few <laughs> Okay. But, uh, yes, yes. Chicago is one of the options. Um, okay. There are most, there are many others. I'm just I'm trying to feel and explore that that perfect place that could be mm-hmm. both uh, creative, inspirational, practical, and and the whole package. <laughs> okay. 
and I can envision it being in more than just one city. It's going to be global, so. Yes, I hope <laughs> so. Have, I hope so one day. <laughs> yes, I have to have an art academy, one of your art academies, at least on one of our, on each continent. You know? <laughs> yes. Oh, that would be so lovely. That would be super. That would be so yes. honoring. <laughs> that is amazing. You are such an inspiration and and please just continue, continue doing all your your wonderful work and sharing sharing your vision and your sharing yourself with the world is inspiring others to do the same at at every age, at young, no matter how old you are. You're never too old to reach within and live your life through your light. That is what's inside of you. That is so so amazing. Um, so, um, oops, did I lose you? No, you're still there. Nope, I'm still oh, here. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. just, I'm just. It's so, it's so refreshing to to listen to your words, and it's so true that there is so much opportunity, so much, uh, every, so much love around us. We just need to. Mm-hmm. Take out that filter and be open to, and be open minded and because society yeah. is a very very interesting thing what it does it can help it can heal you and it can uh hurt you at the same time. It depends on how you uh, what's your view on the world and uh, yeah. when you have a pure view on the world with an open view, then many things could come into its place like a domino effect. And, uh, it's a very refreshing to to listen to you, and and I absolutely agree. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes, and and it's so key what you just said. It's how it's your perspective on life, um, mm-hmm. because in any moment and in every moment, you can look at the beauty because there's beauty in every moment, and you can yeah. look at that and search out that beauty. Or you can focus on something that you don't think is that beautiful. You know, you can't do both. You can't focus on something that you think is not that great or focus on something that is beautiful at the same time. You can't hold it in that same moment. And in every moment, there is beauty. There is joy. There is gift. There is love in every moment. And we have to decide to look for that beauty in each and every moment. So it's so so true what you're saying. It's it's all about perspective. Cause yes, absolutely. And, and actually, I posted this yesterday on my Facebook page. I said there's only there's only um, two choices we have, and it's love or fear. We those are the only two choices in any in any given moment. We can choose love, or we can choose fear. But you can't choose them both at the same time. So, that is so, so, so true. Well, thank you so much. And please, thank your father, Mark, for me. He's been so amazing in helping to um, uh, arrange <laughs> this show for you tonight. <laughs> yes. I, I am I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that uh, I, my dad got the chance to bring us together on the same phone and, and speak. Yes. And I am so honored yes. and so thankful to that um, I shared my story and hopefully this will inspire others and to bring out their love in them and for others. And we all, we all need it all. We all need each other in the end and we just yes. need to be open yes. to, to, to that possibility. That is so true. We are all in this together. You know, we yes. are just one family. We really are. It's uh, We're just one family, and we have to, that's what the, the whole show is about, waking up and remembering that we're all one. We're all in this together, and we're all one family, and it's just all about love, you know, just just loving each other and yeah. and. <laughs> That's the answer to everything. <laughs> so, Very true. So, so so true. 
Well, thank you so much, sweetie. I hope the weather is nice there today. It's a beautiful day here in the Poconos. It's just, um, I think, over the past few days with the wind and the cold and the rain, I caught a little bit of a bug, <laughs> but oh, I'll be fine. Know, oh, just drink lots of tea and lots yes. of rest. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you so well, much. Thanks. It's been truly an honor, and thank you for allowing me to share my story and Hopefully we'll be able to meet each other one day. Oh, yes. I definitely, definitely I'm going to be following your work and, and keeping in touch via email and Facebook and all the wonderful social media. <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, soon I'm going to start looking for your video right now. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I so appreciate having you on the show. You're such a lovely inspiration to everyone. Thank you so much. You have you have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the weekend. Hopefully the weather will stay nice and you get out and have some fun too. Don't always work. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I love I loved going outdoors and visiting um, museums and oh gosh, I love it. So thank you so oh, much. And you have a beautiful weekend as well. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you. Have a good night. You too as well. (laughs) Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.